Praise the Lord on this Valentine Sunday that we are privileged to embrace this day that the world expresses love one towards the other. A timely reminder for us, the people of God, that we have been created for love so that we can give love away. The Father has created you and created me to be recipients of his love. We receive the love of the Father and we are blessed of God to allow that love to flow through us unto others. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 3 and 12, 14 and 22. The word of God speaks to the people of God. Return thou backsliding Israel, saith the Lord. Return, turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord. Return backsliding children and I will heal your backsliding. I love it. Hallelujah. Because despite where you are, despite who have drifted. The father of all love is presenting to you a, a gift of love that money can't buy. His arms are open and he's saying to you, whoever you are, how far you may have drifted, the father of love is saying, return. Yes, he said it to the nation of Israel. And if he is saying to Israel to return, he's saying to you and me, return. Turn back, oh backsliding children, turn back. Turn back, backsliding children. And I will heal you. He will do what? He will heal us. And not only from our backsliding, but all the other things that had led up to that. The wounds of the Spirit that have led up to that. Praise be to Lord God Almighty. So there is hope. There's hope for our loved ones. But first and foremost, there's hope for us. Can you say with me, there's hope for me? Now, you may have noted that there's just one area that your toes have crossed that line and you have been finding yourself drifting there is hope for whom? For me today. Hallelujah. Jesus, the heart of the love of the Father demonstrated in the Son. Jesus, whose love for you and me is divine. Yes, Jesus, love is divine. And therefore, you and I must do what? Wait on his love. We wait on love. He's worthy to be waited on. Wait on the Lord. Let's look here at some scriptures as it pertains to you and I waiting on the Lord and experiencing this love. Yes, 27th Psalm reminds us, wait on the Lord. Come on, wait on the Lord and be of good courage as you wait, knowing that he is strengthening your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Yes, we wait on the Lord and he will do what? Come on, he will strengthen you. You wait in God and God will strengthen you. You know, it's in those times when my heart is feeling a bit fainted. It's in those times when you and I, my sisters and brothers, are feeling weak, physically, even spiritually. It is in those times when the enemy of our souls would want us to find strength in other areas, will want us to find strength through other involvements. And yet the word of God is reminding us today that it's in those times when you feel fainted, when you feel weak, when you feel as though your strength is ebbing away. It is in those times that the Lord would have you and me to consciously declare that we are going to wait on the Lord. Lord, I'm waiting on you and you will strengthen me. Hallelujah. In Psalm 37 and 34, we read in the word of God, wait on the Lord and keep his way 
and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. Many are not seeing the increase of God because many have given up. The word of God says if we are going to experience, if we're going to experience the harvest, we must be willing to take the posture of waiting on God, waiting on God with the good attitude, waiting on God and experiencing his presence as we wait worshiping, as we wait giving thanks. So wait on the Lord and he will do what? He will extol you. He will exalt you. God is the one who will exalt you. Therefore we wait on the Lord. Psalm 62, 5 through 6, it declares in the word of God, my soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Hallelujah. Wait on the Lord, my sisters and brothers, and he will not disappoint you. Noting here this six-second psalm, it says, my soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from God. My sisters and brothers, as you camp out on that particular verse amidst the others, it should keep our hearts and mind guarded. It is saying that you and I are waiting, looking to God. How oftentimes we are waiting for change. We're waiting for God to heal our bodies. Or we're waiting in God to mend the brokenness in the family. Or we're waiting on God to heal finances in our lives, whatever that may be. And if you're not careful, you can find yourselves becoming depressed. You can find yourself becoming frustrated. You can find yourself just wanting to give up. My sisters and brothers, do not allow what we see with the eye and hear with the ear as we're waiting to deter us. We're waiting on the God who is faithful. Come on. We're waiting on God who is what? Faithful. I said he is faithful. Yes, he is. Man, Man will disappoint us, but our God will not. Has he not went after us when we did not even consider him? Has he not sought us out? How much more he who has given to us Christ will give us the blessed Holy Spirit? Has he not reminded us that if the heathens know how to give good gifts to their children, why do you even consider it in your thinking that if you ask of me bread, I will give you a stone? If you ask of me a fish, I will give you a serpent. The heathens don't do that for their own. We ought not to even consider that our heavenly father will do such to us. He loves us with such a measure of love. Yes, God who loves us, he is not stingy. He's not holding back on you and me. His love is ever flowing into the hearts that are open and receptive. So wait on the Lord and he will not disappoint you. No, he will not. I hasten as we move to the close here this afternoon. Yes, we're waiting in God, Proverbs 20 and 22. It says, say not thou, I will recompense evil. Do not say, I will pay you back with evil. I will recompense evil. No, say that not. But wait on the Lord 
and he shall save you. Hallelujah. Ah, you can be in a situation even among your own loved ones where all that seems to be coming out towards you is that of hurt, is that of discord, is that which is anything but love. But the word of God says, stay sweet in the Lord and say not thou, I will recompense. I'm going to do tick for tack. That's how they treated me. That's how I'm, no, 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 no. You and I have been plugged into the source of love that is flowing into us and flowing out of us. We have been created for love so that we can give love away. So do not say, I will recompense, but wait thou on the Lord and he shall deliver you. He shall save you. He will do what? He will save you. Isaiah 40 and 31. But they, I know you know this one, together let's say it in unison, but they that wait upon the Lord. Come on, you need to be involved in this as well because it's not just saying, but he or she, it is all encompassing. So you with me, all of us, come on together, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. They that wait upon the Lord, hallelujah, shall be renewed in strength. He will sustain us as we wait in him. Are you waiting in him? Oh, yes, you are. I am waiting in him. He will sustain us as we wait. I said he will sustain us as we wait. I know that it hasn't yet come, but aren't you being sustained? Yes, you are. Come on, sisters and brothers. I know that healing is not fully manifested itself, but has not the Father been sustaining you? Yes, he has. I know that you haven't seen the financial breakthroughs as yet, but has he not brought you as he brought me through another month, enabling us to keep a shelter over our head, enabling us to yet be able to drive that vehicle and put gas in it? Yes, we are waiting for the increase, but we are waiting, acknowledging that as we wait, it is the hand of the Lord that is yet sustaining us. In Acts, the book of action, hear what it says, and being assembled together with them, command them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait on the promise of the Father, which said he, he have heard of me, but you shall receive power. Hallelujah. That's dunamis. After the Holy Ghost is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. My sisters and brothers, the Holy Spirit came as a promise to those who waited. Hallelujah. You know, all creation waited for Messiah to come. The promise of God when Adam and Eve disobeyed and were cast out of Eden. God promised, uh, yes, uh, that the head of the serpent will be smitten by the heel of the sun, and the world waited for Messiah to come. Yes, the world did. They waited, and then when he came, hallelujah, and when he took your place and mine on Calvary's cross, died in your place and in mine, and was dead, buried, and gloriously resurrected, and he ascended into the heavens, onto 
of the Father. He promised prior to being ascended that they were to tarry in Jerusalem for the promise that he would give to the church, to the world, to the body of Christ, and that is the third person so that all who are in God through Christ can experience the presence of the Holy Spirit at work in their lives. And they waited, and he who keeps his promises sent the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Wait on the Lord, and he will enable you. The Holy Spirit came as an enabler, came as an enabler then, and he's still enabling the body of believers. He's still enabling you, and he's still enabling me. In Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 10, it says, and to wait for his Son from heaven, and to do what? To wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead. This Jesus that God has raised up from the dead, he will come again. Thessalonians 1 and 10 reminds us, and to wait for his Son from heaven. He is coming from heaven, hallelujah, not from the grave. He already rose up out of the dead and from the grave, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. There is a wrath that is coming. That's why with a sense of urgency, we are to bid all women and men, young and old alike, to find security in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are waiting for his return. Wait on the Lord. Hallelujah. And he will come from heaven. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. Yes, we are waiting on God for he will. He will do what? He will exalt you. Wait on the Lord and he will exalt you. Wait on the Lord and he will strengthen you. Wait on the Lord and uh, he will not disappoint you. Wait on the Lord and he will save you. And that saving here is delivering you. Yes, you are already saved of the you that have asked Christ to be the Lord of your life. But you know we are in some situations that we need God to deliver us out of. Sometimes we get into those situations because of our own sinful acts or sinful uh, words and the like. And we are asking the mercy of God to come and deliver us. We wait in God and he will deliver or save us. Hallelujah. We wait in God. He will sustain you. So waiting on him is never wasted time. Waiting on him is sustaining time. Wait on the Lord and he will enable you. Wait on the Lord and he will come from heaven. Hallelujah. 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 He is the first love. He is your first love. He is my first love. You wanted the sound of my voice as the spirit of the Lord have already spoken to you. Prompt some things in your spirit that he would have you to release, that he would have you to confess before him. My brothers and sisters, is never by our works of righteousness, inasmuch as he who will seek to walk with God will produce righteousness in his or her life. But it's not by our works of righteousness. It's according to his mercy that he has saved us. I want you to know that there is room. Yes, at the cross, there is room in Father's house for you and for me. And so 
so this is an opportune time for us to examine our hearts before him. I cannot examine yours. You cannot examine mine. It is a personal examination that we do before the Lord. And where we see areas of need, we don't have to call for another. We don't have to go any yonder place. Right where you are before the Lord, you can ask of him for forgiveness. You can ask of him for deliverance. Together, let's pray for a true heart of repentance. Father, it's in the name of Yeshua, as my sisters and brothers bow hearts before you. It's in his name, O Lord, that we come asking of you, O Lord, to forgive us from that which you, Holy Spirit, are pointing out to each of us. We acknowledge that against you and you only we have sinned. And making it personal, May we say, O oh God, as it pertains to us, Lord, I acknowledge that I have sinned against you and you only in my thoughts, in my actions, and in my words. O oh, Spirit of the living God, I pray your forgiveness. I pray you give me a true heart of repentance, that from my heart I repent and turn away from all such things that displease you, and that you, the Lord of my life, would have full reign in me. Look upon my sisters and brothers as we pray this before you. Thank you for the manner of love with which you love us. God, we thank you, for we acknowledge that sin has stained us. We are guilty of such, but we embrace the gift, O oh Lord God, of yourself in the person of Jesus Christ. On this day of love, we acknowledge and we receive the love of the Father. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord.